Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to It's a Mom's Life. We have a special guest today and her name is Gladys Simon. Welcome. I, I hope I said that correctly. Gladys, what is your, how do you say your, your surname? Is it? You say Simon. You said it perfectly. Okay, fantastic. Well. <laughs> um, so Gladys, it's awesome to have you. We don't have Tando on the show today because obviously she's just had baby and it is a boy to all of our listeners, if you'd like Yay. to know. Yay. His name is Malachi. It's Maybe I shouldn't give that much information, but we're all excited. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good news. It's always good to share good news. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So congratulations for your baby boy. There we go. It's hundred congrats. Okay. Well, we're going to, so we, we're going to be interviewing Gladys today and um, Gladys is really, really awesome. I'm not going to do too much of an intro because I'd like her to actually chat about um, who she is and what she does, but she's a life coach. I like the sound of life coach because I sometimes think that everyone sometimes needs a life coach, <laughs> but specifically <laughs> for working and working in family moms. Yes, family moms, yes. listen to me, working, working moms and, and family life, etc. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, Gladys. Oh, amazing. Like, you know, working mom have a special space in my heart. I love, I think they are exceptional persons out there. Um, but um, I typically introduce myself using three categories. So I'm a mom first, and you can guess why the, the working mom comes there. I'm a yeah. mom to two amazing little beings um, that are teaching me how to see the life and reconnect my um, to my inner child. So I guarantee that if you have a child, try to see things from their perspective, life-changing. That's awesome. I'm also... Um, a life coach, you really uh, touch upon it specifically for working mom. Uh, well, because I'm a working mom and I think I can bring a little bit more, you know, I walk in those shoes kind of experience yeah. into my coaching. And then I'm also a, a consultant into, uh, you know, that's my day job in a Fortune 500 company. But I think consultant and coaching go well together because you always meet someone at their point of need. Yeah. You tweak a little bit or propose options and they go off the merry way. So in a nutshell, I'm a mom that get people, you know, recharged so they can go and do something else. <laughs> That's fantastic. So so you actually you work in a in a uh, corporate environment or almost corporate yes. environment as well. And you're a life coach, which is obviously I am. That's awesome. So you're yeah. not only just a working mom, you're a side hustling mom too. <laughs> So that's fantastic. I, can I use that one now? I'm a working inside hustling mom. I love it. Yeah. You, heard it. <laughs> you heard it before here on this show. <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay, so so let's just touch a little bit on now. Obviously, you spoke about you know um you being a, a, a working mom. And mm -hmm. for me, I am a working mom, I'm a working ministry mom mother of nations whoever else you know and sometimes we can we can honestly we can honestly just get overwhelmed you know mm -hmm. um but just from that perspective you know sometimes we can feel um and i'm sort of just reading some of the notes here but we can feel a little bit guilty because mm -hmm. we're working and i mean i've had this before we're like I, i'm like in working mode and i get home and now i'm not in working mode anymore and now i'm like making my kids 
feel all horrible because I'm still in working mode. I shouldn't be. But how do you sort of differentiate the two, you know, get get away with that mom guilt type stuff. Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, So I have a spoiler alert. Mom guilt, uh, the minute you become a mom, and I don't care how you become a mom, like, you you know, you can give birth to your baby, you can be an occasional mom. But the the minute you care for someone uh, that you you are part of their life and grow with you, the mom guilt is there to stay. Right. This is yeah. something it's never going away. The minute you have your children till the adult is there to stay. So yeah. having accepting that, I wanted to say to all the mom listening to us, you have to learn to forgive yourself. No matter how well we try to organize this, there will be time where things will slip yeah. and you will feel guilty. But that guilt, I start um, to realize, at least with me, and I'm sharing that with my coaching client and everybody on this show. Yeah. You realize that, you know, you have to forgive yourself for things you cannot change. There will be time where you have work, 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 work. But yeah. the guilt comes from your brain. It's actually a good thing. Your brain telling you, hey, you're neglecting this little area. So I'm now changing my mindset and say, when the guilt comes, I look up and say, what area (laughs) have I not pay attention to? So that guilt for me, it's a way, it's your brain way to tell you, hey, you're neglecting this part, this mom part of your life. So I do a lot of makeup sessions with my kids because they realize that um, quantity and quality, they prefer quality time, I guess. That's good. than quantity and if you think about it yourself when you were a child how how many of those times do you remember when your mom was not there and she probably still feel guilty about it but you're like oh i don't know i had a good childhood right yes (laughs) definitely yeah so i i'm i'm just saying use the guilt as a compass there's something that is neglected from that area and once you identify that area make up for the time the mom guilt is there. Let's use it as a friend. Yes. Let's make friends with our mom guilt. It's not going to go away. It's there. It, it's brilliant. And I love the way you said it's either quality or it's quantity. And sometimes quantity is not always quality. It's like you're no. just doing it because you have to do it. Yeah. And it's like, no, you do it because you want to be, you want to be present in the moment. Present. Exactly. And, and then sometimes quality, it doesn't have to be three hours. It can be that 10 minutes of uninterrupted time with you. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that's just enough to get yes. people going. <laughs> I love that. Um, let's touch a little bit on us as moms and ourselves. Let's, let's go for that. You tell me. What do you, what do oh, you think that, a, how do you think a mom should be um, um, looking at herself in terms of giving herself self-love? Let's put it that way. Self-love. Hmm. So what I was going to say is I am a big, big advocate of self-care. Yeah. Self-love, self-care, you know, before, like I'm a proud mom and I'm sure you are too. We yes. are all proud moms there, right? But before we are moms, we are ourselves. I am glad you did this. This all those people, Abby, Joy, whatever your name is, you cannot be an effective mom, a good mom, a wife, a spouse, a sister, 
<laughs> whatever role you want to fulfill if you're not you first if you're not yeah. grounded if you're not centered so yeah. i usually say to people i love that you're a mom i love that you're a sister i love that you are whatever you are because you have those roles that you fulfill but i want to speak to the person that you are aka yes. gladys and yes. what are you doing to feed gladys as woman as mother we are socialized to put everybody's need before ours we yeah. are socialized to neglect our need yeah. and guess what mothers are compare us to expensive cell phone and i said we all the application running in the background you know all the moms here know what it is to juggling massive priority so yeah. you have up for everything that they ask you to do <laughs> that right oh. so it's running in the background right and i said when your battery goes low what you do with your cell phone is to go and charge it and you don't mind sitting next to the charge or going away from your phone but you understand that you need to recharge your phone yeah so i compare us women mothers at those very expensive smartphone running multiple application but what we forget to do is recharge ourselves so mm-hmm. cell phone is self care is not selfish recharge your battery because once that battery is charged when your phone is fully charged it can go on and become operational again give you value all those things otherwise it's just an expensive paperweight you just leave it there if it has no battery not useful so take the time as mom as woman yeah. to charge ourselves and it doesn't have to be again 3 hours of rich, of charge it could be a 10 minute where personally i take like an hour every day to do things that are focused on me not my kid not my spouse yeah. not my friend but me and it could be sleeping dancing <laughs> rolling on the floor anything but it has to be centered around me yes. so i can go out of that and become and be the the mom the sister the friend yeah etc the minister <laughs> i i love this um and i think every woman will have their own thing that they love to do and sometimes you just go well i love to do that but i just don't have the time well maybe just make that time and um if i can give you just a bit of an example um you know for the past i think two nights now i've been feeling oh two days i've been feeling overwhelmed and i've just taken 15 minutes um you know after the kids have gone to bed and literally just sat outside or you know in not in the dark but in a, a tranquil area and read my bible and prayed or, or did something exactly and it didn't take an hour but if if you can do an hour for goodness sake do the hour don't skip the <laughs> exactly <laughs> um nothing wrong with that hour take that hour if you yes yeah but It, it 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 just might be as easy i have a client that says she just need to breathe in and breathe out like four times and for her it's enough to recharge her so reading your bible breathing dancing doing nothing yeah. but as long as it's not anything that has to do with other people that's i'm good. fine with that that's good that's amazing so i'd like to move on to the next points because this is quite nice um You speak about um you know superpowers right superpowers yes. discovering that power and that joy which sometimes 
you know, joy is different to happiness, but we lose that joy sometimes. And that's a sort of a danger zone. So speak a little bit more about that. Okay, so superpowers, I want to say to you that to start with, I believe each and every one of us is born gifted, right? We have our gift. <laughs> and I call it, you know, active superpower and dormant superpower. So active one are the one, uh, and, and they are all determined by the environment you live in and the circumstances you face. So you may develop, you may have your gift very active based on your lifestyle, where you live, what you've confronted, challenge, etc. And that's naturally coming to you. Yeah. But then the dormant comes when your circumstances change. And typically with me was when motherhood came. I became like a before and an after poster child for motherhood, right? <laughs> and, you know, for me, my, my superpower came you know, other superpower added to my existing gift with motherhood, like, you know, having tough conversation because you become an advocate for your kids. You become a role model for those kids. You didn't choose that, but they look through the eye, they form their own experience looking through, you know, your own experience. So juggling multiple priorities, having tough conversation, negotiation, all those are my superpower that came after motherhood. Being prepared for everything, even for like a little trip on the path and you pack like, you know, a suitcase <laughs> full of clothes because you're thinking not only plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. Yeah, I was not doing that before having kids. But more seriously, all of us have gifts. And I was saying those superpowers are coming you know, you, you compare your life for those of us that are mothers there. Yeah. What did you learn when motherhood came? Yeah. That's the powers that I'm also talking about. But you are already born gifted. It's just like, what are your dormant superpowers that came about to yeah. complement what you already have as a result of motherhood? And sometimes when we don't take time to recharge, to breathe, to stop, to pause, this is where that joy goes away because it's no more, you know, appreciating the gratitude that the journey gives you. It's just like rushing through things. And the example I give is myself. Prior to the pandemic, um, you know, I was always rushing. I was always running everywhere. I was always going to this. And I have two beautiful kids. And I realized that it, it was more like a train. Like I was just stopping at the car, like, like at the train station you go you see them in the morning you kiss them you rush you go to work so you have to go and commute and time and, yeah. and then i see them at, when i pick them up and then i feed them it's a rush to, to feed them and put them to bed and i never really appreciated the gift <laughs> of being present with them yes and then the pandemic happened and we all stuck at home and then you know of course I would not recommend being stuck at home with young kids, but anyway, it happened. <laughs> so yeah, it happened. But then I start realizing little thing about my kid that I never, you know, that my son is funny. I'm like, wow, he can tell jokes. <laughs> and and but more importantly, they're resilient and they start, you know, teaching me, like I said at the beginning, to see the life through the eyes of a little child. And that's where I realized, oh, actually I can 
work, have my side hustle, and being a mom and help with the school thing at the same time. You would have told me that like 18 months ago, I would have said, get out of there. I don't even have enough time in my day to do anything. In fact, I I launched my my coaching business during the pandemic. Well, before I was like, I have no time. My day is full. Um, So yes, there's a lot of um, gifts that we have and some are just coming out due to change of circumstances and motherhood was a big change for me. Yes, that's awesome because I think sometimes we can um, miss it, but we can also not miss it, but think it's actually a burden, but it's not a burden. The fact that you can manage all of this in one day, this is like a superpower, man. This is amazing. I know. I mean, I I don't look at myself as a superhero, but it's good to take time to say, this is how far I came. I was here and now I'm here. Yes. And that journey is exceptional. But once you're doing that journey, you're probably not aware <laughs> that you are going yeah. through this. But it is it is doing your recharge time, take time to appreciate how far you have gone. Yes, and definitely. then you realize you have superpowers as well. <laughs> awesome. The last thing I'd like to just touch on is obviously in terms of spending more time with kids. Now, we touched on it a little bit as we spoke, but can you speak a little bit more on that in terms of any advice for moms, you know, as the last thing as we go? Um, you know, spending that time with kids, what is your oh view on that? What is your advice to moms? <laughs> um, if you go on my website on uh, com, you will see that the first sentence I say is like, there's no way to be the perfect mom, but there's a million way to be a good mom. Yeah. I cannot possibly give advice <laughs> to any other mom there <laughs> because what my philosophy is as long as your child feels loved nurtured and secure you're doing a great job there's yeah. nothing else that matters you know you're doing a great job and and i wanted to say that don't forget to recharge yourself in the meantime but spending time with your kid quantity, quality, anything in between, as long as that child sees you at that source of, you know, heaven, inspiration, safe, you're doing a great job. I can't possibly tell you this is the best way to do it because it might not work for your family. In my case, with my kid, I used to be that kind of person that liked to plan everything in advance and control what's going to happen. Yeah. And then um, when you have kids, and you probably know this, especially when they're young, they make a lot of mess. Like my house was like, <laughs> you think, how do they manufacture that much mess? <laughs> right? It's just so much mess. Yeah. Um, and then the day I said, instead of always fighting, because it was stressing me, I come, I clean my living room, 10 seconds later, it's like hurricane has happened. And you're like, what? I spent three hours cleaning this. Um, the day I, I, I stopped trying to control and fight the chaos and embrace it instead. So now I go fighting with them. <laughs> we pillow fight and we just go and make the mess together. You know, I'm just like, they happy. I'm happy. We're good. That's just a mess. We can clean it. Um, but I would just say, instead of trying to raise our children in a way we want, let's just 
listen to what they want. Like put some discipline, right? They are children, they need guide. <laughs> but most often they're not. Just embrace their world. Sit yeah. down with them, talk and, and, and initiate, but have fun with your kids. Have immense fun. That's the only thing they remember. They don't even remember you buying all those toys. Um, I, the most fun I had with my kid is, you know, opening tin of beans and then playing drums with it. And we're like, okay, they remember that. <laughs> exactly. And I love what you just said there, uh, embrace their world. Um, yeah. Because often we just like fly by and I suppose, we, again, we touch them, but we fly by, but just that moments of, there's chaos in the house. There's like like toys everywhere. What the heck? But then going, well, let me take this as an opportunity to actually um, embrace my kids' world. Why, you know, like play with a couple of toys, do a fill up out, like you said, or help them to pack the toys in certain places and make it fun. Exactly. And it's just yeah. those little moments. So I, I love it. It is the little moment. I have a funny story if you allow me. Yeah. So one day it was raining. Um, and my went, my kid went out uh, with their welly boots and jumped in the muddy puddle. And I was like, okay, this is going to be bad. And they put their, their, their hand in the mud and thought that was a beautiful idea to come and put their print on my wall. Oh. So I was just, exactly, I see your face of horror. And imagine I was living this life. Mm. So I thought, like I came and I saw the wall with the print and they were excited. They said, oh, look, we did our print on the wall. And I was like, in that moment, I think I had the fuse that went down and up <laughs> because my wall in my house are all white. So you can imagine. Um, but then that split second, I'm like, you know what? We can always paint the wall. So I went in and put my hand in the mud and also put my <laughs> <laughs> so I have this is a true story I have in my house a part of the wall with magic paint I try to wash it with water with them and I'm like now let's go and wash the paint it's not quite the same but it makes us laugh so now that I passed now that wall I remember that day where I could have chose to be mad that's good and then I embraced the chaos that's so it's a good reminder good. That's actually very good. It's actually very mindful. We need to, as moms, keep ourselves mindful of those situations to stop and go, do I freak out or do I enjoy the moments? And it's always good to just choose joy and enjoy the moments. And I, I love that story. Yeah. I love that story. <laughs> oh, Candace, it was so nice talking to you. Where can people get hold of you if they want to speak to you, if they want to, a life coach? Tell us, tell us how they can get hold of you. I love that you said at the beginning, everybody should need a life coach um, because, you know, I think it's much more fun to go through life with someone that share for you <laughs> and always have your own interest. And I'm not saying that because I'm a life coach, but a life coach because my business is my life coach. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm a coach, but I, I consider myself as a friend, not yes. a coach first. So coach means for me, someone that tells you what to do. You can tell I don't tell anybody what to do. But let's examine what you are and what you have and let's make a better use of those resources because I believe people are already complete. So where can you get hold of me? We mothers, busy people. I just wanted to step to be very simple. So you go to my website, www.mylifecouch.com and it's not my life coach, it's my life couch, C-O-U-C-H. Um, people ask me why couch 
I usually say, you know, I wanted to, something that was in every household, right? Uh-huh. When you look in every household, you always have a couch, whether it's the centerpiece or it's going in the background, but the couch is there. And the couch is always the witness of a moment that involves emotion. If you want to be happy, you go on the couch to share things with your girlfriend, sad, you go on the couch, have a good cry. Or if you just want to be comfortable and have a hug, you go on your couch, right? So that's how I wanted my coaching to be a couch. Whether you're happy, sad, need comfort, sharing, motivation, you know, you have the perfect size, perfect fabric, perfect color in my life couch. So that's why it's my life couch. The second way to get me is um, on LinkedIn. So you you just put Gladys Simon and you find me. I usually share my thoughts about working motherhood. Um, I have the occasional story about my kids there. Uh, so if you if you want to have those quick you know bite on what I share, you go to um, LinkedIn Gladys Simon. And I also always tell my coaching clients to get out of their comfort zone. And I'm working the walk. So I recently took onto Instagram. So it's at my life couch. I have no idea what I'm doing there on Instagram. That's <laughs> <laughs> so to have you around. Cool. I know. So I have no idea what I'm doing, guys. But if you are an Instagram person, go to at my life couch, uh, comment, give me feedback. So I'm also walking the journey of stretching my comfort zone. Um, so I can do something worthwhile. And then I can tell my coaching client, hey, this is what I've done. So you can do it too. So those are the three ways. My website, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Fantastic. I haven't done Instagram yet, but I've done LinkedIn. So I'm already following you. Oh, <laughs> so that's so sweet. Thank you. So, we'll, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, I'll be taking a look at what you are doing. Um, but we would like to have you back in the future to give us a little bit more. It'll be awesome. Um, but it was so awesome. As long as you bring the baby boy, I, I will be again. I love babies. We, we should, we should, uh, we should actually organize that. Yes, I'll send a picture somehow or something. <laughs> there you go. You heard it. It's recorded. She had to send yeah. me the I have, picture. I have to somehow. I don't know yeah. how I'm going to do that, but I will. <laughs> so it's no. on re- record. We're going to make sure that you, you keep your word. <laughs> But it was a blast being on the show. I, I laughed so much today. And, um, you know, as always, like, stay blessed. And thank you for having me. No problem. Speak to you soon. Thank you so much. We hope you have an awesome journey ahead. Join the Afton FM show. Well, then catch us on Instagram at Afton FM triple seven, Twitter and Gab at Afton FM, Facebook at Afton FM forward slash triple seven, as well as YouTube at Afton FM and our website at www.aftonfm.co.za. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. Find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.